Morning in progress. Hello, and welcome to Mr. Family. So, was actually playing in bed. Wrestling myself down to sleep. And by wrestle, I do mean wrestle. Fighting thoughts. Working through the pain that I am physically feeling right now. And As strange as it sounds, I am grateful that I am actually experiencing things. So it, it feels like the wall slammed into my body and like, oh, did a one-two number on my body. Believe me, it, it, it feels like my body should be completely bruised. Uh, however, I am very certain that at some point, my body was bruised from, uh, from the utility belt that I had around my waist for 18 hours a day. No for 160 hours a week for the first four, four and a half years. Uh, the areas I feel the most pain was, is the spot where the radio would hit. Uh, between the car seat and my body, and where my holster was with the gun. And again, that was another impact area where the, the car would meet the belt and it would all be squished. Um, and the reason why I sleep it is a good thing. And I'm actually grateful that I feel this. It's because what I'm realizing now is that my body was so and so used to pain. And the reason why I was able to like literally my body felt like nothing was going on because I was so exhausted for my days. And that the, the time in between me getting off the ship and actually doing my runs, it was it was like less than thirty. It took like ten minutes to change out and put everything back. And I remember feeling pain as I'm putting the things in the in the car. Um. But I would never give my body a chance to breathe and rest. And so my nerve endings never got the chance to breathe and process. Process, you know, damage and just trauma that was uh, placed on them. Hopefully getting this off of my head will help me go to school. Uh, uh, that's also the main reason why I know I need a job is because I, I'm enjoying the, the guitar out of school. I'm in, I'm in my element. Happy little bush in the pond. But today was my last day for a few weeks. 
Um, you had AL, I got, I definitely have AM one class. And a high A or a high B. I, I, I don't know. They're, they're making the other class one of those, you shall not get a better grade than this to, to try and reinforce that, like, humble high thing. But I'm so old that there's really very little you can guilt me about or do those tricks and I will literally just look at you and go, yeah, okay, I don't have the energy for that, baby. Like, I literally stepped out of the job interview circle because I, I, I'm like, not jumping through hoops. I, I, I want to deal with one onboarding hiring manager. I, I think this is a scam company anyway. And so, like, I was just like, yeah, I, I'm, no, I don't have to be cheap. They were like, you know, if you get the interview, you're going to be scheduled for 8 a.m., but you'll, you'll be, you'll be alerted. And I never got the alert, but then I got a phone call later on. Like, so I slept in the next day. I'm like, eh, whatever. Um, and then I feel like I the text message saying, you were supposed to be on an interview at 8 in the morning. And I'm like, yeah, this company's not for me. I, I'm not, I, I'm not, I, I'm marketing myself, folks. I am not selling myself any anymore. I am a worthy person. And what I have to offer is very valuable. And I'm good. I, 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 like, like, I, like with my running, I know I can run 26.2. It's just right now, my body is saying, let me heal. And I'm going to let my body heal because I put my body through a lot. And my body stepped up to the game and supported me. Um, I know this is all me, like, you know, the, <laughs> it's all one exoskeleton, inner skeleton, outer epidermis, whatever, whatever scientific facts you want to throw out there. I, I know it's all me. Um, it's one human system, but just metaphorically, you know, my body definitely supported me putting it through heck. Um, Cause like I, like I said before, that's what, that's what's been mystifying me is that I know I'm healed from my bike injury. Uh, what was throwing me off too with this pain is like I've, I've been doing yoga. Like I trained for San Jose, like literally just doing yoga because I like it, I trained. April and I just did runs in between and I'm like I need to stay active but I need to rest and like going to a doctor I, I wouldn't have believed the doctor uh, you know I have an opinion about modern practice physicians but I go to them I yield to their authority like I'm going to one now um, because I honestly I I need I need to be humble in this way I, I need to say yes my body is hurting beyond my holistic medicinal ways and while it is healing it's, it, you know, it's affecting my running. It's affecting me working out. It's affecting a lot more than just having an achy sore muscle. And 
I want to return to the things that I enjoy doing. Uh, that's also a lot of a, a huge reason why I've actually been sitting out of guilt. It's like I have access to yoga videos online. I know I could be doing it, but thinking today, you know, there's really at times a reason why my mind throws myself into these mental blocks. Um, I'm not depressed. I don't have very much anxiety lately. Uh, it's normal, what you would call typical anxieties. Everybody has worries about life, you know, uh, which unfortunately I have to admit, staying off of social media has been, it's been very helpful, but that's, that's honestly, it's just in the rotational, like if I, when I re-enter the workforce, I'm going to blame my anxiety on co-workers <laughs> it, it's it, it, it's all cyclical it, it's just one of those where that's an innate that is an external blame that it, it's just gonna happen because we as humans we love to go to the external factor first uh, we like to go oh it's because it rains that's why you know, when it literally could be about a toxic behavioral pattern. Um, today was met with a good little portion of sunshine outside. You know, I stay active. I walk around. I, I take very long walks. So it's, I'm not, I'm not sedentary. I'm not staying home and indulging in bad food or anything like that it's just a situation where the things that i really enjoy partaking like running uh, uh i've i've got plenty of time um I, like i said i but um So thinking deeper into the concept of community, uh, yeah, yes, my experience at the age of 12 with being thrown out, well, and, you know, what threw me about that situation what really threw me was like, like, mom, we're not Catholics. I thought excommunications didn't happen in, see, I was about 1996. Like, what, like, what are we doing here? How, you know, it, it, it did affect me because, like I said, I grew up in that church, but, you know, <laughs> apparently I held the reputation of being a very forthcoming child. Um, so my, my directness and bluntness is something that has always been, is, and will be. Uh, it, I mean, it did. It, it really, it set the tone uh, for group interactions. I mean, a group of people stood up and lied about my family and five other families and kicked them out of their club. It, no regard for the duration my family had been in the thing. They didn't talk to the family and say, hey, this and that. I mean, just they went on the paranoid delusions of this preacher. 
ultimately, it was the best thing that happened to my family. My family relaxed. I was allowed to watch TV. I was allowed to listen to music. I was allowed to wear shorts. I mean, like, there were a lot of religious restrictions that were being imposed and would have caused an earlier rift and a more detrimental rift in the family unit. And so, at least speaking for me, that point, it it saved me from a lot of shame, a lot of internalizing things. You know, I, it actually took me several years to understand that a lot of my beliefs were literally based on Disney movies and they were my perception of life was oh the words the words my perception of life was shaped because that's the only thing that I was allowed to experience in the formative adolescence and I mean, Disney movies are deep. Like, they, they actually have some really good context to them. But just the, idealized, the, uh, the ideas of how, how, the, the, how the female characters would either, you know, wind up with the prince at the end of this uh, the scenario or stand up to their parents and that it would be okay. Fun fact, it is not always okay whenever you stand up to a parent. Uh, like, I, I, I'm grappling with that now with my family. I, I have been standing up to them and placing what they feel is strange boundaries, but I'm I'm gonna be thirty nine this year and I'm tired to quote you know, listen, I'm still quoting Disney, the little mermaid. He treats me like a child. That that's you see how how much of an impression that particular way of life? I don't mean I'm 39 and I'm still putting a mermaid movie that I was, oh yeah, I obsessively watched. Of course, she had red hair and I had a. And, you know, uh, she was swimming around the pool with Ariel for the first lesson. It should have been actually the first clue that my best friend growing up was like really off the rocket because she had dark hair and I had red hair and she would never let me be Ariel. But I... <laughs> oh no, I am not friends with her anymore. I wrote her a letter in high school and as I mentioned that one in the, one of the previous ones, like no matter how many olive branches like I handed out, I could have literally sent one on the wings of a pigeon or a dove. And like it would have been a return to ascending. Like I'm like, okay, so sharing your feelings sometimes does not bode well, but if that that showed you how how much of a friend she actually was. Uh, and it really did all stem from the group of people she was hanging out with at her new school made fun of me. She didn't stand up for me. And I held it in for a couple of years. But ultimately, whenever I dissolved the friend, like, you know, the calls got fewer, the hangouts didn't happen. 
And, you know, at 17, here I am saying, you know what, dude, this is it's wrong. You know, we're best friends in second grade. And laying it down, why? I, I didn't just say, I don't want to be friends with them or deal. Can't help her she still holds the grudge. That's that's her, that's for her. You know, she's essentially holding the blade or the thorns firmly in her hand and hurting herself. Um my family and the other families, they formed another church. But it was never the same for me or my family. Uh, I don't know what happened ultimately, but my family fell away from that particular church. And essentially, as far as I'm aware, they've stopped attending altogether. Uh, But we did have some tragedies within the group over the years, and rightfully so, uh, that affected like our sense of community. Uh, my sister managed to create something that lasts. Uh, from when she speaks to me, oh yeah, there's something there. Uh. She mentions her little group of friends, which is great. You know, I, I wish I had that. I, I'm gaining friends. I, I don't want to put on the on the present. I I am. I am gaining friends. But it's. It's just, I guess, it's hard for me to to define that particular value. Like, what does community mean to you? Community, to some people, means where, like I said before, where they live. Community might be the social club that they belong to. My personal opinion on social club is probably a little, a lot obstinate, but I am not going to pay because I know my feelings. And if there's any doubt that you and I are friends, I'm always going to lean on, I'm essentially paying. For you to be my friend when I'm a part of a social and that trust barrier wouldn't ever be jumped and moved and I would put that person through a ridiculous amount of show me prove to me and that's not fair to people uh, social clubs are great to do when you're lonely and you want to be around people. Uh, you know, the relationship with Anthony ending last year showed me that I, at least last year at that point, I was not ready to jump into the dating arena. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not really gonna commit to saying yay or nay on that. Um, like I said, right now, it, I, I'm over him. I'm, I know talking about him doesn't sound like it. Uh, I was a little sad because the first of this month was his birthday. 
and I say was, I have no idea if he's still alive or not, but was because he is in my past and was because the 1st of February has now moved the 2nd of February. Uh, and I really don't know what cropped up that got me thinking. I wanted to drop by his work and give him a little birthday card, but I'm like, that's so silly. No, no. Because again, like I, I remember everything that happened after the breakup and she had that phrase, I want you to run your half marathon. Been the most audacious and horrid thing that had happened. I probably would have spent the gas. I, I have part but I would have sent the gas I would have sent the gas to drive to the other city and do that however I also remembered one I don't I, I don't know if he's still with whatever her name was but that to have somebody no no absolutely not no no, it, it, I'm not going to spill the tea because, like, it's so ridiculous. It, it's ridiculous. Like, I imagine worse happens, but no, <laughs> I, I'm I don't have the energy. I I don't. I need to be in adult relationship. I need to have adult communication. And if I'm sad, I, I I don't care if we break up. If you make me sad because we break up, I really, a closing conversation with me would really mean so many levels of respect towards you. Uh, it's not about getting back together. It's not about convincing the other person that we really should be broken up. It, it It's not trying to rekindle any type of emotions or feelings involved. That's also how I know that I, that I, that I was leaning towards more of an attachment and more of an overwhelming desire to be accepted into a community outside the police world because again I witnessed in 2021 the very very blatant comment made by them that I was not welcome in that community they did everything that they could think of at that moment to try and get me to quit And I, I continued on because at that point, like until I walked out of my haze, pardon me, like it really wasn't, it, it, it wasn't apparent, but then I started analyzing all the things that they didn't do and that they flat out witnessed and made worse. And when people do those things, it's because they're going to lie to you and say, oh, no, you know, you're over listening to that or you're overthinking and blah, blah, blah. Don't, don't buy in. Because if you, again, 50%, more than 50%, if you can prove more than 50% of probable cause, you have, re you know, you, again, more than 50% probable cause. And 
everything that I observed from them and everything my intuition was telling me was at the 99% mark. But I was practicing detachment. I was practicing detachment of because I had to let a lot of things go because I was I realized what it would take for me to bring myself to a healthy level uh, you know to a healthy mental state so again you know yeah a lot of 2022 I was sad and right now I want to bask and being content and being happy. And yes, there there are sad moments. I've been watching sad things on TV, like or sappy things, and I've been crying. Um, and I'm enjoying that. I, I'm actually enjoying ugly crying because the TV show made me cry. It is really great. Uh, <laughs> oh, but it's it still leaves me with a curiosity of you know I know I have a better who I am I'm more accepting of who I am I am more accepting of the fact that I I need to rest. I don't want to accept that. I want to be out in the road and I want to be running. I want to be better. I want to be better in my running. I want to be out there being this Wonder Woman type character I hold in my mind. I don't want to be I, I, you know, nobody likes to be benched. Nobody. But I, I, I put myself on the bench. And that's okay. When you decide yourself that, hey, it really is time for me to sit down and rest. Or sit down and gather my process for a moment. Um, I knew my body was uh, was headed headed for disaster anyway, which is why I made the decision to go back to school and find a job that didn't require, you know, 30 extra pounds of gear, weird sitting. Um, I got into two vehicle crashes at, at work, both running coaching traffic. Uh, some lady decided to sell at Target was more important than police sirens. And whew, yeah, my supervisor actually yelled at me. Why, why were you running code two? Well, well, sir, you were in the room with me while my radio was on and you were yelling at me about a report when dispatcher said the person isn't breathing. I didn't say that first card, but I did say, well, the dispatcher said the person wasn't breathing. It was a medical, you know, uh, and I was at the district with you. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you were chewing my butt and I was actually calling I was actually going slow for code two traffic. Like it was raining. So I did, I was actually very cautious. Uh, which is why I saw that like she stopped. I, I won't ever forget it. She stopped. She saw me. I started going. And then she started going in front of me. 
And I went, I'm going to hit these children in the car. And so I swerved to the right a little bit. And then she hit me in the rear of the vehicle. Like they, like my supervisor who was sitting in the room with me, he could have said, no, let me tell them to send a backup. Well, I continue yelling at you about a report. I, it was about a kitten or something. I, it was one of those where it was like, dude, this could have been a phone call or a text message type of deal. But yeah, he was yelling at me then. And then he was yelling at me right after I, I, I had a concussion and a severe accident. Go figure, right? Uh, so you can see why I'm not upset. I'm upset about being yelled at that, about that, because you made me feel like a five-year-old child, and here I am, hurting, injured, and there's no, are you, are you okay? I'm not going to accept that you're yelling at me because you care about me. You, no, uh, even if you had the biggest voice of compassion, you yelling at me and asking me what I, why I was running, and you're sitting in the room listening to the radio with me, because I even asked you, sir, are you sure you want me to go or you want me to finish this? Yeah, yeah, let's go, okay, blah, 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 okay. Like, this is the universe. This is the universe. This is why, again, I, I sat there and I really, I, I went, I really should have quit in 2021. <laughs> Whatever I wanted to quit, man. Like, dude. Um, it, 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 it's, it's been a while, a couple of years. Uh, I mean, I really, I, that's the, why I keep rolling it around in my head. It's, where's my community? Yeah, I, I'm Puerto Rican and I can hold that community in my heart wherever I go. I know if I go to Houston, they're Puerto Ricans. If I go to New York, they're definitely Puerto Ricans up there. And I can spend a moment in each community and get my helping of feeling accepted. And it's the same thing when I travel to California. Like, past three trips to California, uh, uh, it's so organic. It, they don't. I have, I mean, you know, I, I, I maybe interacting on a, on a different level, I, I would run into issues, but like, I, I made like, let's see, San Francisco, 2020, 2021 San Francisco, and then I went to San Jose. And it's uh, yeah, like three trips to California within a year. And it's, it, it feels so nice. Like if it wasn't expensive, I, I probably would just blink my eyes and go. Like in San Jose, I, I stood there floored. I'm like, I have no ties to Louisiana. I have no allegiances. I literally say I made the conscious choice to return to New Orleans. And it, it's it's flooring me because clearly the city's not finished with me. Uh but I wish she would make her point because 
again, I, every, whatever bad juju somebody's trying to say or do, I, I need to find something to counteract that because I, I'm, I go to these places to find things rare. And especially a yoga gym. Like, this is, that's, that's really what I'm most upset about. And we're all human. It happens. It, I'm not, I'm not saying a yoga gym is infallible to bad guys. It's not. It's not. But it's me right now processing the intrusion of those bad vibes. Um, and just trying to gain, regain the footing that I had before. Uh, you know, where I live now, it's like the Metro New Orleans area. And for a short second, I thought that this could possibly be a community thing. And I'm meeting people in my neighborhood, and they're they're very nice. They really are. They're the kindest people. But I know it's not my community. And, and to get a better variation of what I'm trying to say, like some people would term it as your pet or your tribe or whatever. But I'm I am placing the term community on this because one uh, I Louise, I am so sorry. I'm a gypsy soul. I'm a good gypsy. Um, I, I'm not gonna... If I sell you my wares, it's going it, it's going to be fairly priced, underpriced of what I actually should be selling them at. I'm not gonna rob you. I'm not gonna hex you. Uh, unless you really deserve it. But I will give you 10 million and 5 chances for me not to go there. And then I might even not decide because you're not worth it. But anyway, uh, I'm a gypsy in the fact that I like to roam. I like to travel. I like, I can't necessarily sit still in just one place. I think part of it, part of my problem is probably I am getting a gypsy stirring in my soul. And it's tough for me to sit there and just go right now because you know my 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 daughter she's autistic and she honestly she needs that consistency right now and my mind still hasn't finished the dialogue that started right after the divorce. Or right, let's say divorce, the separation over five years ago about leaving the state. Somehow I have it in my head that leaving the state would solve a lot of problems. Not necessarily true because the problems that we have are brought with them. They might be compartmentalized, they might you might be busy with something else, distracted for a long time. But there's gonna be a moment where the same patterns start cropping up. You know, you you eventually find 
the same toxic patterns if you don't deal with them. And me finally realizing that uprooting myself and moving to Wyoming or up north or Montana or wherever those beautiful places are north, it, it's not an instant problem solving. And as silly as it is, I watched the show Lucifer and It was brilliant because bringing the concept of heaven and hell. I love what that author, the com I think it's a comic book, but the premise is that you are mentally trapped in your own hell. And you have the keys to set yourself free of that. You live in your own guilt. You live in your own toxicity. But you also have the power pure to release yourself and open that. You have the key. It's just I mean, that opened, uh, I mean, that went, I went, wow, light bulb. Like, I can't do the little thing, because it's not video, it's audio. Um, you know, it. I, I still have to figure out why the topic of community is important to me. Is it to prove that I can... Like, am I still innately trying to prove that I'm a good partner, that I'm a good human, that, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, were the thoughts that I am not a functional part of community were those ingrained to me in like, by who? Who ingrained those ideas? That's, that's why the topic of mental abuse is so... That's why I hunger to research more of this, because I can't remember... I, I, I'd say there's a 99.9999% that I don't remember. I don't directly remember words that my ex-husband said to me. I don't remember words that were, you know, I, I remember certain instances where I spoke up and I told his mother off, but... Like, am I, am I trying to prove something that doesn't need to be proven? Or, you know, why, why is this important? I have no idea. Like I said, I mean, the area where I live, I'm already in a community by technical standards. I'm already part of the Puerto Rican community because I'm Puerto Rican. You know, you can't take that from me, Poppy. You're not. You know, I guess I'm so sovereign in those ideals that try and change my mind. I'm bored. You know, you're going to talk yourself to your blue in the face. And then you're going to talk some more. Because I I'm just going to sit and look at you like, okay, yeah. 
But when it comes to the community of relationship, you know, I I spent seven years trying to fix emotional breakage damages and housing the sleeping holes that that I knew needed to be repaired. But I chased I chased I chased my husband. I I chased the person that this person that he proposed to me. You know what I'm saying? It, it's just like the Anthony thing. Like you 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 asked me on a date, sir. And you're sitting here telling me that I didn't, I wasn't up on what we were. Stop. Stop. You tried to move me in and you're trying to tell me that I'm not your girlfriend. Go sit down. Please. Go sit down. You, you need to sit down, sir. And while you're sitting down, think about why you told me that you gave me permission to do something that I was going to do no matter what. Like, you, like I wasn't going to, I was going to go, oh, I do I permission to drive? Like, baby, no. No. Absolutely not. And, and I'm guessing the church thing is likely why I don't like asking permission. Because I remember sitting in the sermons at eight or nine years old and uh, reflecting, like, I'm sitting there going, I, I, like my daughter tells me, mommy, I'm only eight. I'm learning, right? I remember sitting in church saying, I'm eight. How could I have sinned that bad to burn in hell at eight? I knew that stuff was like messed up at age eight. And honestly, I'm glad my child does not have weekly visits to a church because she went to a church school, a private school, and it was weighing on her mind. It was really making her feel like a bad person at age six and seven. She was having mental breakdowns. Because the priest was telling her she sinned and she was doing wrong for, you know, like she really took that stuff to, to, to literal sense and to her heart. And I'm not, I'm not naysaying religion. If that works for you, if that's what brings you peace, then I've had it. But I, like I said, I remember at a very young age, you know, asking my mom, mom, the preacher picks on me. I do not want to go to church. Like he would, this would be at our other church. He would single me out in Sunday school for things. But like strange things. Uh, Not just like, to what's the answer? Who who was the guy in the fish? Not things like that. It was just one of those where it was like, I, I can't explain it, but I do remember that I, I didn't like it. And at that point, I don't know how I got past, but my mom was like, okay, you don't have to go to church. I'm, like, I'm not, yeah, I get to sleep in on Sundays. Uh, I wasn't a bad kid. Honestly, I like I said, I chose to. I chose to stay home and not go cow tipping. You know, I was more excited about my books and music than, like, I didn't write music, but like listening to music. Then you know, cow tipping and. Teenage debauchery. Um, I mean, but it really is a good point. It's like, is this about community? 
and belonging, or is this still me trying to prove that I can socialize or I can be a good partner? Uh, I mean, I know I don't purposefully ignore people. If it looks like I'm walking by you, chances are I'm having a very intensive conversation in my mind. Um, I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. It's. I know I've gotten over... Oh yeah, so, like a back on the track. I was yeah, I was chasing my husband for six, seven years. Uh, probably six years because the first year was like okay. Uh, third year I was like okay, so I guess this is gonna last. We can have a kid now. Uh, but it was it was a lot of chasing. Uh. You know, early on, I suggested therapy to learn how to talk to each other, and he was against it. He promised me that he'd be communicative. He would communicate. Lie. Um, but at that, I mean, in a way, I guess to him, it wasn't, because he just really never spoke to me after that point. Uh, I didn't realize he was talking about me to his whole family. Uh, do, do, do. But, I mean, he'd pop in with weird questions every now and again, and I'd be like, uh, three? Not, not understanding that he was asking in reality, should we stay married? Because I have a girlfriend. Um, Taki came to me with that. I was never appropriate with him. We would have been done at the end of our first year of marriage. And that would have been that. Instead, he asked me, are you happy? Did you settle? Yes. No, I don't think I settled. Why? Why do you ask me that? No reason. Whatever. Okay. Uh, you know. It, we were married. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, there was really, I didn't really realize that there was a deeper reason to explore that. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, I started my awakening process in 2016. I don't know if I've talked about it, but when I dropped my phone in the toilet at the Kmart and all I could do was laugh, I, I started meditating uh, very poorly at first. Like, I couldn't sit for more than two minutes. But then it, it got, I think it got up to 10 minutes. Uh, so as a mother a toddler in a narcissistic family household. He like he would literally bring the no if I was in the bath taking a bath for more than ten minutes. About six minutes in, he would start bringing her near the bath door and would start a large loud argument with her at the bathroom door. And he would do that 
to try and prey on a maternal instinct to get out and take care of his screaming toddler. Instead, a very tired already person was saying, I really need to make, I really want to make it. I really, you know, I used it as an endurance method for my meditation. And as soon as they would, he would hear me, you know, he'd hear the water. As soon as he would hear me getting out of the tub, he'd bring her, he'd pull her away from the door and they'd go into the living room. Now, it wasn't a big place that we were living in at, at, some, at the time. So even, he didn't have to bring her that close to the bathroom to start an argument. Uh, he would also do that when it was time for me to go to bed. I worked three in the morning till noon, and I had to be in bed by like nine, ten o'clock. And essentially, all that was left at that point with a toddler would be bedtime, chilling, reading a story, very minimal thing. But instead. He'd start turning on every single light in the household and start another fight. I mean, like, he would literally start another fight with her. I think he still does that now, but I can't legally ask her what goes on. And she doesn't, she doesn't talk to me about that stuff because she's afraid that I'm going to use it to take him away from her. And that's not the case. I'm really more concerned about her well-being mentally. But actually stating that right now reminded me that he did that. And he probably, he very much likely stays in the same pattern. Because a lot of the things that she does is she, she rip that that actually that actually makes sense. Uh, there you go. But I was still chasing. I I I was still trying to fix the family. I was still trying to be. Uh, like meet all the points not realizing that it was not ever going to happen with a narcissist because my interest was in connecting us as a family unit like it was late that we were not a family unit um So, I am in tremendous pain. So, I'm going to stop right there. Uh, it's ridiculous. Like, I have not ever been... I was spiced open cesarean and healing from the cesarean was not painful. So experiencing pain, this is new to me. Like, I don't know how to act because I, 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 I literally do not feel pain. And the fact that I feel pain confuses me. And Yes, this is why I am acting like this is the first time ever in human history that pain has been an act. And I say that, yes, I have felt bruises. I know when I get a bruise, I go, ouch, ooh, that tingles. And then like three minutes later, I don't feel the pain anymore. But I feel the pain. 
I I I I believe I'm going to attribute the sensitivity level. It's higher because it's in my hip and waist here. And that's really where all your nerve endings are. And it is a very sensitive spot in your human anatomy. So I am going to be compassionate on myself. And I am going to go take it a leap. It, it's that bad that I'm actually taking an leap. I, I don't, like I said, I treat a lot of my ailments holistically. Uh, with even holistically, I try and stay away from pain reducers or things like that. I, and it's not, uh, honestly, it's just because I don't like putting things like that into my body. It, I'm not trying to be a pain warrior or say that medicine is bad. It has its purposes. Modern medicine does. But my personal practice, my beliefs, my my comfort level, I I do. I, I really do. I I love dandelion tea. I love it works. It, it, those things really do work. You know, nettles, uh, let's see, dandelion tea, marigolds, nettles, roses, a, a lot of things. Nature, nature provides. And with the way this economy is going, it's beneficial to know what things in nature can substitute for the medications that you might be taking. Like, I'm trying to get a tumor plant started. Uh, I'm not great at rooting and growing things from things, but I'm practicing that. That's one of my gardening goals this, this season. Uh, so... That's the essence of it. Uh, I will say this. It's it's pretty early on in the morning. Um, I better get to sleep. I don't know if this groundhog sees a shadow today yet. I'm going to publish this later this afternoon. Uh, but here in Louisiana, it's springtime. Just saying. It is springtime.